it all depends on my decision. Like if I decide to be efficient with my day or with my hour or what have you, then I am. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, as always, on these Wednesdays, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about you, Todd? I'm doing excellent, man. Um, you know, just uh, excited to be here and, and rock and roll. And uh, we got a lot going on. Um, we keep getting properties, so that's great. Uh, the market is really crazy right now. Uh, very competitive. I'm it's in, I'm interested to see what happens, Matt, with these changing uh, of interest rates. And I, I've actually there's a couple things. So I've been selling some properties, um, some of my local properties that I have that are single family homes, duplexes. I'm just kind of done with them. I'm done with the city of St. Paul. I'm done with really the probably the city of Minneapolis too. Um, I, I've talked about, I think I talked about it last week or the week before they just, they, you know, they think landlords are parasites. So I'm just kind of done with them. And so regardless, I'm, I'm selling some stuff and it's been interesting. I, I just put a property on the market. Not that great of a property, to be honest with you. It's just, it's small. Um, the outside is, hasn't been very well maintained. Um, the inside, we did do some fixing up, but it's still just not great. And it's sold for a price that I just can't believe I was able to get that price um, happily, I, I have to say. Now, we'll see. They have inspections and we still have to get to the closing table and all that kind of stuff. But we had multiple offers on the house and we were able to sell it. I had another property that I did my first flip. I have in, in many years, I haven't done a flip since I think 2015 or 16. I can't quite recall. Um, but this property put it on again, put it on the market and got multiple offers, both instances, actually, they both went for $25,000 over the list price with multiple offers. And again, I just was shocked at the prices that I'm getting for those. So we'll see how interest rates change uh, the game in real estate. Is it are people going to be less aggressive because of interest rates, or is the shortage of inventory just such that people are willing to pay the price and it, it doesn't really matter? Um, same thing on the on the commercial real estate side on the multifamily on the senior assisted living interest rates are going up. You know, we have a property under contract and we're trying to lock in our rate. Um, our original thought or, or hope was that we're going to lock this rate in at about 4%. Uh, now we're looking more like 4.6%. So big changes. And if you're underwriting a deal and it's really tight, luckily this had enough room where that worked, but if you're really tight on a deal, and you're underwriting and you're sitting here going, well, 4.6, this is what I can pay. You might have to pay a little bit less. So is that going to affect cap rates? Is that going to affect 
the prices of these properties moving forward. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And I think the other thing that's interesting, Matt, is how sticky are these interest rates? How long how, are they going to continue to go up or are they going to go back down eventually? Because we've, by the way, we've seen this before in uh, maybe 2018, interest rates got went up to about 5% and then they dropped right back down. Yeah, I guess, I mean, we're, we're not seeing the uh, inflation, uh, like in 2018, we didn't have the inflation that we have now, rather. Right, but, uh, we didn't. But it's hard to say. Uh, the demand, I think, for housing, it might slow down, but not when I say slow down, it'll just not increase as big of a pace. It'll still be increasing because of the, mm -hmm. the stock. There's just not new stock coming on the market and the demand is continuing to be strong. So when the demand is stronger than the supply, uh, you know, it's a, a seller's market. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it certainly is a seller's market. I mean, I've seen that firsthand both as I'm trying to buy and as I'm selling, it's certainly a seller's market. Um, you don't have a ton of room to negotiate. Now, the one place that I do have room to negotiate is on the senior assisted living. And so that's been really nice. It's kind of fun to be able to negotiate again on, uh, on some real estate because it hasn't been very easy to negotiate. Now, I do negotiate on every deal. Uh, but typically, I can't take too much, right? I can't try to be too aggressive on my negotiating because, well, they just don't care because they'll just sell it to somebody else, right? Um, but on the assisted living, we do have a lot more uh, room for negotiation just because of, I think, COVID really did a, did some major damage to the market. So um, anyway, so, so that's uh, just some fun stuff going on. Yep. But uh, today we're actually going to be talking about a different topic. It's how What's to it, increasing your personal efficiency. Yeah, man. That's, uh, that's a big challenge. And I think for a lot of people, I, myself included, um, increasing your efficiency, uh, you know, look, I think a lot of us try to do it through technology and, and that works. Um, but there might be some better ways to do it as well. So technology definitely is great to increase your efficiency, but it can also cause confusion and distractions if you're doing it the wrong way. Um, it's really easy today to get distracted. It's really easy to be inefficient right now. Uh, we've got just there's so much around you. I mean, we got these computers, these handheld computers that we also do phone calls on sometimes. Um, man, those things are 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 always by our side. I mean, look, I'm sitting here talking to you, and I've got it within reach. It's just they're always next to us. Something I've been trying to actually work on is to eliminate my usage of that handheld computer, right? And and just figuring out how can I get rid of some of these distractions that are in my life that really zap my personal efficiency. Yeah, uh, you know, it's something I've certainly struggled with in the past, but I've also had a lot of great success in the past too. It for me, it all depends on my decision. Like if I decide to be efficient with my day or with my hour or what have you, then I am. But if I decide like, oh, I can put this thing off, then I, I'm lazy. But is there more to that than just deciding, Matt? I mean, what, what, what makes you decide that? Because why wouldn't you just decide that every day? It depends on the importance of the task or tasks. Uh, and it's not necessarily, not necessarily the decision, 
that you're going to be productive. It's the, it's the, what the excitement of the task or the, or, or what, what do you, what do you feel it is? Well, it's, yeah, if I, if I decide that a task is really important for me to focus my effort on right then, and it's fairly timely of that, you know, this needs to get done now, uh, then uh, just my, how much value I place upon that task yeah. is how much effort I put forth. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And that, that's, I think that's really important. And that's, that goes down to hiring and that goes down to um, using some specific technologies too, to try to eliminate some of those things that you're not going to be excited about, that you're not going to feel are important and that you are going to delay and it's just going to kind of just sit on the back burner. The more tasks that you can do that are of importance and that you enjoy doing and that you feel are important, that you feel need to get done now, the more efficient you're going to be. So if you can farm out some of those other things, that's where you can really, really grow in your efficiency other than being busy, right? Everybody's busy. We can all be busy because the the things that you don't like doing, you're going to eventually do. It's just going to take you longer. You're probably going to not do them nearly as well as what they should be done. And you're going to hate doing them. And that that's when you become busy and you despise what you're doing. That's where I think a lot of people that are employees start hating their jobs is because they are getting caught up doing busy work. They start to take on busy work or their bosses give them busy work. And it's stuff that they're not good at, don't care about, don't want to do. And then they start hating their jobs because that's what they get stuck with all day. It piles on, piles on, piles on. And that's how we start hating our business. That's how we start hating our job. That's how we, we really just dig ourselves into a hole and become really inefficient. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, with busy work, I, you know, I, I think of the example of I have some gravel in my driveway that I need to redo. So I could either uh, you know, move the, the gravel rocks one at a time with my hands, or I could use a tool like a shovel and a wheelbarrow to help me go faster or I could hire it out to a professional who's got heavy equipment. <laughs> it's going to take care of it uh, pretty darn quickly and better than I yep. could on my own. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's that great, great analogy, right? I mean, it's just, and, and most of us are going to pick it up by hand or maybe, maybe we're going to get that wheelbarrow out. Most of us are going to pick it up by hand because that's the cheaper way to do it. That's the easier way to do it. That's just what we know. We don't have to put any thought into that. We don't have to think about where the wheelbarrow is. We don't have to go buy a wheelbarrow. We don't have to go hire somebody and trust that they're going to do the right job, but we could do it too, right? Oh, it's cheaper if we do it and we we know how to do it. It's just moving gravel. Yeah. And, it, you know, it was a while back when we reviewed the book, Who Not How, uh, you know, about if there's a certain yeah. task that you're, you're procrastinating doing, then it's your internal wisdom that is telling you that you're not the right person to do that. That's something you right. should hire out. Right, right, 100%. Hey, the North Star Real Estate Conference is back. It's May 2nd and 3rd, and this year it's a bit different. We're gonna be hammering in on multifamily real estate, and we're gonna show you asset management, value add strategies, raising millions of dollars through syndication and how to find those hidden gems in today's market that are just so tough to find. And one of the biggest things I'm excited to bring you is industry experts that you're going to be able to put on your team so you can hit the ground running day one. So join us. 
May 2nd and 3rd at the North Star Real Estate Conference. Look forward to seeing you there. You know, I was listening to uh, Darren Hardy the other day, and he was talking about tech technology. He was talking about your phone, uh, essentially, and, and how much time and energy that zaps from your day. And go, so going back to the phone, that's something I w- I'm, I'm now trying to be really, really thinking about. Um, and how many times do you just grab your phone, pick it up and quick look at it? And you think it's innocent, right? You might be on a Think of, think of if you've ever done this, and this is, this is extremely rude to do, right? And bothers me that I've done it. You're having a one-on-one conversation or even in a group and somebody text messages you or somebody's calling you or something like that. And you reach and you grab your phone and you look at it and maybe even read the, go as far as to read the text or maybe go as far as go, Hey, I, I got to take this. I'm going to jump out for a second. I get if it's a true, true, true emergency, but most of the time it's not most of the time just have, they can leave a voicemail. Why leave that phone in your pocket or better yet, leave it at home um, and don't have it with you. We, been so conditioned that this is such an important technology piece of technology for our lives that it's actually become a distraction for our lives. So many of these technology technology advances are meant to make our lives easier and better and more efficient. And yet we allow them to make our lives more destructive, right? They, we allow them to consume our lives and make us less efficient, less effective, but we've got all these tools, Matt. We've got all these apps. We've got everything is there for us to use at the tip of our fingers. But yet we are way less productive with those. The, some of the, many of the top CEOs and business owners are using a piece of paper and pencil. They use scratch pads on a daily basis, instead of their phones, they, instead of all these data and spreadsheets, they're breaking it down much more simply. They're, they've got sticky notes that they're using. Literally, that's what is happening. And they are some of the most productive people that are out there. They're ignoring some of the technological advances that are actually just distraction causers. Now, not to say these people aren't using technology, they're not in the stone ages, but they're being wise about how they use it. And they're trying to be effective on what they use. So for me, like, it bothers me. And you know this, because, you know, you, you help out with the North star real estate conference. And you know, this about me is that when I have to have a Slack channel and I have to have a WhatsApp and I have to have a whatever, who's that and blah, blah, and all this stuff. It's like, I don't want this crap because it just causes confusion in my life. Just give me one place to go and I'll go there. And I want everything there, quite frankly. So that's what I try to do when I look at technology is, yeah, I could use this app and I could use this and I could use that, but how about we just use this and that's it, right? How about we use this one channel and that's it? Or maybe it's two, but let's try not to use 15 different things that all do the same thing 
but we're using them and and somehow mixing them together. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's very clear. Like multitasking that used to be a big thing is really just uh, you know doing everything poorly all at the same time. Yeah, multitasking is is the so, worst. It's the worst. And I'm going to multitask right now, Matt, because I'm talking and and I'm looking at something on my phone again, a distraction. But but I want to make a point. I've got this app called Sports Engine, and I got this other app called Group Me. And so, and the only reason I have those two apps are because Sports Engine is for my kids' sports, okay? Keeps their calendar. Quite frankly, I never go into Sports Engine anymore because the schedule downloads to my calendar, okay? So I use my calendar. Now, what you can do with Sports Engine is you can communicate through Sports Engine, to other people on the team. So the coaches can use it to communicate with the parents. But instead of that, for some reason, parents on, on one of my son's teams decided that we're all going to use GroupMe instead. So now I've got two apps that do the exact same thing, but I have to check both apps in order to know if I'm being, if I'm, you know, have everything. So let's say a, a, a practice gets canceled. Well, instead of canceling it on sports engine, it can't, they, they send out a message on group me to cancel it. Why, why do I have two different places? I've got to go to do the same exact task. And that's oftentimes what we're doing in, in our business life um, is we've got two, three, five things that we have to check. And it's just, distraction upon distraction upon distraction. And of course that doesn't, that doesn't take into consideration, you know, all the social media stuff. We're constantly looking at our social media accounts. We're constantly um, updating things like that. I go onto social media, but I try to spend very little time on it. I'm sure if you're connected to me on Facebook or LinkedIn or, or Instagram, you, you might see my posts but you probably don't see a lot of other interaction from me because I'm on there for very little time and I'm only, I'm only using it. I shouldn't say only because sometimes I get distracted and uh, take too much time out of my day, but I try to only use it for business purposes and limit my time on it. Yeah. I think that's the key there. If, uh, if you've got these apps, uh, whether it's social media or games or whatever, that are, are distracting you, that, that aren't helping you towards your business goals and your life goals, then th you know, they're taken away. You're, you're sacrificing your goals for the means of uh, you know, these distractions. And is that what you want? Yep. I get people that look at me sideways when they find out I don't have any games on my phone. They, don't, they find out I don't have any news feeds that pop up on my phone. Um, none of these apps that I have pop anything up on my phone because I don't want those distractions. And I'm trying to go steps farther because I'm not saying I'm not perfect, Matt. Like I'm far from it. I'm distracted from this stupid phone and from all other technology for way too many hours of my day, like way too many. It's literally hours, plural. Like it it causes so much distraction. It's ridiculous. And so I'm trying to do things to, to stem that, right. I'm trying, I'm trying to get rid of it. 
I have now, and again, again, it's just right next to me right now. Um, but I have made a decision that it's going to be plugged in, in my office away from me. And I might even move it out of my office so that I don't even hear it when it vibrates, when it rings. My phone has not had a ringer on for probably several years now. It only vibrates. Um, and sometimes I completely turn it so it doesn't even make a vibrate or anything. But I think making that conscious decision that you're going to actually do that and then taking the action to do it, it is to me, very, very valuable. We, we don't have to have that thing in a holster at all times. Yeah. I mean, especially like you can just like schedule time to like, okay, uh, these couple times a day, I'm going to check my email and you can get back to people and then don't check your email. Don't check your phone in between those times. Cause otherwise there's, it's easy to, you know, just like check uh, like, Oh, what, what happened on Twitter? What happened? Uh, right. you know, again, email or text or whatever. And yep. Yep. It, email, email, super uh, distracting. Talk about a zap of efficiency. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the things I do, so I've got my calendar, my phone, but every, every Sunday um, I take time Sunday evening, I take time to go through my phone calendar and I actually write it down on a sheet of paper. So I've got a notebook and I time block. And on, on my notebook, you know, for those who are watching, I got this notebook and I got a bunch of dates on there. I got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and so on, Friday. Um, and I write down what I'm gonna be doing at during that time. And so I'll fill in the holes with the stuff that's on my calendar. So if I've got appointments, it's filled in. But then beyond that, everything's time blocked, everything else I want to do. So I usually what I'll do is on the one side, I write a to-do list. Okay. So I've got a to-do list. To-do lists are garbage. If you just have a to-do list, I have to actually put my to-do list over on the other side. And when am I going to schedule that for? So for instance, Matt, um, you know, this morning, 8.30 AM, I had a, uh, a call of a meeting with my partners. Okay. Uh, at 9am, I had a walkthrough at a property we've got on a contract. At 11am, I was calling potential sponsors for our conference. At 12pm, I had a meeting with one of my mastermind clients. Okay. At 1pm, you and I are meeting to talk right now. Okay. Um, and, and so on. So I've got this all scheduled out. I know exactly what I'm doing today and I can just reference this. I know Matt at 1:45, you and I need to be done because I've got something scheduled. So if we're not done, we're going to cut it off because <laughs> we, I, I have something scheduled. That's on a simple piece of paper. I don't need technology. This is easier for me to read and understand if it's right in front of me. If it's a notebook, I take it with me. I don't want it on my phone. I want this on a, just a regular piece of paper. That's way easier. Now, again, I do have my calendar. That's technology because that integrates with a lot of other things. Somebody sends me a calendar invite through email. It goes onto my calendar, right? I've got Calendly. Somebody books an appointment with me. It goes onto that same calendar. But then I transcribe that onto a piece of paper to make it so my brain can grab it and I see it all. 
Yeah, makes sense. It's it's all right there. I mean, so whether you're using paper or if there's an app that you're at, is actually useful for you know one of our listeners, whatever's benplifying you to achieve your goals, that's the tool that you need to use. Yeah. And every, simplify it. Exactly. Simplify it. The more focused you are and and simpler the the more you're going to achieve. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, man, this world is full of distractions. I I am distracted all the time uh, with so many things and, and to, it zaps my efficiency. Um, and I would, I would say most people would say I'm a pretty efficient person. I would say most people would say I'm, I'm, I spend a lot of time um, doing, you know, doing the right things. Um, but man, I, know that I have so much more that I could be doing if I actually was efficient with my time. And it doesn't mean I would be working that whole time. Like there would be a lot more opportunity for me to have free time with my kids, with my wife, with friends. If I actually was more efficient (laughs) with what I do on a day-to-day basis, I wouldn't have to work so many hours. I could actually do less um, if I was more efficient. Yeah. Makes sense. Oil the machine, man. You got to, you got to do it and and you've got to maximize and figure out how you're going to do it. But again, I think the first thought of many people is I got to go get another app. I got to get, I got to go get more technology, you know, use what's in front of you right now and then figure out if you need to add something or subtract stuff. Right. And, most likely the case is you need to subtract some things from your life that are causing distractions. Um, and, and a lot of it might be the technology that you've put in front of your, your face every single day. Yep. I agree. So, well, cool, man. Um, anything else, Matt? No, that's it for today. Okay. Awesome. Well, Hey, you have a fantastic rest of the day. Make every day a Saturday. Thanks, you too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe, uh, give us a thumbs up, go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. It's a rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to VentureDProperties.com, VentureDProperties.com and download our free ebook on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also, look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go up to coachwithdex.com and check that out and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.